Welcome to the Book Arena. Will the latest challenger appease the council, or will it fail? Only time will tell. Hello, and welcome to Book Arena. How are we guys? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I should stop laughing and say hello. Vicky's already I mean... dying. This is Vicky anyway, she just I laughs laugh at everything. everything. I just know that I'm going to get ripped something rotten in today's episode. Oh yes you will, I'm you're not, not safe. I'm not safe at all, I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty good thanks um, Josiah, considering the book that we had to read this month, so... Very yeah. happy. How are yeah, you? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a nice quick read, wasn't it? So for those who aren't mm. aware, we have been reading um, Terry Pratchett's The Colour of Magic, the first book in the um, epic series of Discworld. Um, and I say epic just because of the sheer volume of books that uh, he wrote about his fictional world. So, what do we think? Shall we start with Vicky, who I think will okay. be the biggest critic? I don't know what you're talking about. Now, you see, the problem I've got is that whenever you hear sound bites from any of Terry Pratchett's books, they always sound amazing, wonderful, and I'm like, I've got to read that. And then I read it, and I'm like, eh. Okay. <laughs> I think that summed that one up nicely for, for you. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I had a I had a great time reading it. To be honest, uh, giggled out loud to myself uh, multiple times, and yeah, it was far more pleasurable than Pride yes, and Prejudice. Definitely. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it was it was a good book, wasn't it? Hmm. Hmm. I don't like that doubting tone, Vicky. <laughs> I don't know what to say other than I just I've tried to hold myself back I promised myself I'd be good and not rant and rave I'm being good I think we're going to give you permission to rant and rave because I think we should hear all of your negatives first and then we can big the book up and, and prove that you're wrong I don't think you can prove me wrong <laughs> I don't think okay wait, also the problem is and I'll, I'll admit this now and get this out of the way because I'm 99% sure it's going to come up at some point so I'm getting it out of the way now I kind of fell asleep reading the book, and um, okay, I was listening to the, to the book, which is far more interesting, and I fell asleep listening to the end. So I don't actually know what happened. <laughs> I mean, in my defence, I mean neither of us finished. In my defence, I was off sick and I wasn't very well, so oh, it's not COVID. It was my back. Just saying. I mean, in in fairness. Neither of us finished Pride and Prejudice last time. I suppose we yeah, can let you true. off a little bit. Um, <laughs> Especially as I read almost to the end, and I just genuinely fell asleep. So that, people, by the way, tells you how interested I was in the book. I fell asleep. So I think it's safe to say Vicky is not no. the biggest fan. I want to be. That's the problem. I want to be. But I just... I think the thing is, is he does really good sound bites. I really love the sound bites because they're so funny and they're so clever. It just, it just doesn't work to me out very well in the writing style. I kind of need something more than that. I don't need or mean flowery wording because I dislike it when it's overly flowery. But I just, I don't know, there's just something about it that just grates me and I just find it boring, which is really annoying because I want to like him. I just don't. Yeah, I, I have to say, um, The Colour of Magic, obviously being the first one, it's probably 
not the greatest of introductions. I'm not sure about what you think, Josiah, but I probably would have, if I'd thought about it a bit more, recommended Mort. Um, for instance, I, I don't know. I starter. think one, the um, fact it is the first book. Um, well, half of the first book because mm. it finishes on a cliffhanger because the story is finished in the, um, the second book. But because it's um, the first book, some of the descriptions about the geography of the world, how the world works and the world mechanics were needed there. I'm going to be honest, my favourite Discworld character wasn't in there. So that was a little sad. And I couldn't remember when they did come Oh, my favourite one was in there, though. (laughs) Well, yes, that's my second favourite. My favourite has got to be the librarian. Yes. (laughs) The librarian is, is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I t- totally with you on that. Now, if you asked me, did I watch the TV programme? That's a different matter. I loved the TV programme. Worked really well. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think the thing the thing with The Colour of Magic is it's introducing a world. And in some ways, it does feel a little bit like a collection of short stories that were put together in sequence. But actually, that's part of the beauty of it because you're kind of going wait a minute how did they get here and you're always sort of slightly playing catch up with the story the story sort of moves quicker than the the than actually what's written which i really like especially mm. you know when you get to the bits with the dragons who <laughs> i'm just going to tell you i'm going to be a master at creating dragons and we'll, i think we'll have to do a little bit later <laughs> describing our dragons but yeah I, I don't know what you thought about that bit that dan in general of, of the pacing of the book i i quite enjoyed the pacing it wasn't too slow for me uh, and i did like the fact that it's like they we would suddenly be somewhere and then the book would then describe how we got there rather than having that build up beforehand uh if that makes sense yeah so i really really liked that um like you said um it's very much doing a lot of world building, which I really enjoy because that's now it's basically it's the foundation for the rest of the Discworld series. And I love the fact that Discworld isn't the only sort of planet turtle structure thing out there, as you find out towards the um the end of the book. So Vicky probably I won't do, know. This. I just if I if I think um, about the T V series I probably do know that vaguely. Yeah, so when you have the sort of the troll at the end who came from another another planet and how he just sort of fell through space and finally landed on on Discworld. I love that sort of um, yeah, that sort of concept it's, it's, as well. Yeah, it's it's very rare that at the beginning of a fantasy novel it hints at other worlds. Normally you have a, a huge amount in the world that you're in. And yet he he's obviously hmm. thought of other worlds from the initial concept which I think it's really fun. So Vicky, come on then. Let's let's have your best bit. What's your favourite bit about this book? Luggage. Luggage. Yeah, I should really say more than just luggage, shouldn't I, really? <laughs> <laughs> what is it about luggage? He eats like? people. I mean <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be saying that. I mean okay. So for those of you who have never ever read any Terry Pratchett Basically, luggage is a moving suitcase, but it's shaped like a chest. And inside the luggage is basically a whole plethora of interesting things. And it can, like, destroy people. 
That sounds really bad, but I don't care. Um, it eats people um, who try and open its lid if it's not its owner. And I found luggage highly entertaining. And I kind of want one for myself. Because one, that means I never have to carry luggage anymore. And two, who wouldn't want a man-eating luggage? I mean, it just says it all in that. Man-eating luggage. Also, uh, I know I said I didn't really like this story. But I actually did enjoy the story in many ways I just I was just not fan of the writing style if I'm really honest so I'm just trying to think if there was an actual bit I really liked I mean other than the burning down of um, Ankh Pork, that was funny I'm just trying to think it's been a while how about you Dan I... it really is just luggage it's really just luggage <laughs> can, you see okay. it? can you tell him <laughs> Can can you tell I'm really struggling today because I I have I listened to it which is possibly a mistake because although I do like listening to books I've got a memory retention of a goldfish and it's the style of book where actually I did find it boring the story overall is fantastic I like the story I like the imagination about it because who would imagine a world on top of a giant turtle with elephants let's be honest I'm pretty sure in history that was well, we used to think the world was flat, and it is not flat. For any of those flat earthers, I'm really sorry, but mathematics proved that it's not flat, it is round. And maybe in, maybe you should go live in, like, the disc world, because it is flat. Um, well, I felt very savage there. But I do like the world. I love the imagination overall in this world. It's... It, it reads almost like, when was this written? In the 1980s? 70s? I want to say. I didn't actually check it. I can have a quick Google for Let's you just if you want. Google this. Uh, Colour of Magic. Really should look this up earlier. Uh, 1983 fantasy comedy now novel. Now that. I mean, I am a child of the 80s. That's what it reminds me of, the 80s. That's what this novel is all about, really. It is written in the 80s and it actually weirdly reflects the 80s from what I recall of being in the 80s. You two don't know what that means. Um, maybe you do, Josiah. No. Or are you too young? Too young. No, you're too young. Too young. You're both too young. But it does have that 80s writing flavour. That's what I was trying to get to grips with. It's taken me how long? 20 minutes? Maybe not that long. But it's taken me long enough to realise, because of the era it's written in, it's archaic in its language a little bit. I had this problem with um, Robin Hubb's uh, Assassin's Apprentice, which was written in the same kind of time period. The writing style is very different now to what it was then, and I don't find that as attractive, I think. But overall, if you want a really good story, it is really good. It's a fantastic story. You just gotta get to grips with the fact it's written in the nineteen eighties kind of language, which could be quite detrimental. I mean, the t what do you guys think? I I, I think it, very very eighties to be talking about insurance, and I think that whole mm. section <laughs> where um, one of the main characters, T Flower, describes his job back home as sort of risk asset risk assessing things for insurance <laughs> yeah. um is hysterical and um it is and that's the thing it is it is funny i'm working myself into it's a good book here um it is funny but i don't remember laughing 
Maybe my sense of humour is very different to everybody yeah. else's. I, I think I, I definitely laughed at the bit of the, the bartender setting light to his own bar because he'd had it appraised by the insurance. That that <laughs> had me giggling. Um, but generally, I'd that agree, I don't find it to be a laugh-out-loud book. But I find the topics and the way it's written can be humorous. It's just not necessary. Mm. It's witty. Yes. Um, it's more witty than it is laugh out funny. Yeah. Which, which again, is fine because well, it's apparently that kind it's of not. Style, which, according to you, what? according to you, it's not okay. You know, you just don't find it funny it's at all, okay. and you don't like the book. So I don't really find. See, I'm working my way into trying to find it funny. I remember the funny bits, and there are funny bits, but at the same time, I don't remember finding it funny. But the, when you explain, this is what happens. It is funny. Do you know what I mean? This is why I'm saying it's his writing style that must be stopping me from finding it funny. <laughs> because I love all these sound bites. Because they're funny. But it's not funny. I'm just going around in a circle, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. The council needs to continue their discussion. Tune in next time to hear more.